Let's do it. All right. What is up, everybody? And welcome back to the Seria Audio Experience with IFTV. I think last week we didn't have all of us together, but we just uh, we, we had uh, Gaetano fly in from Atlanta just to make the podcast, right? Did yeah. you change your, your flight early for this one? Yes, I did. Let me move this for you. Yes, um, uh, I was in Atlanta last night for the final. We can talk about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about uh, my dad was uh, watching the MLS uh, Cup final. But before we get into that and uh, how that one went, we had a lot of Serie A to talk about. Somehow, Antonio talked his way to leave that AC Milan scarf on the table. Which, Beautiful. Peter, I think you're going to have to you know, no. elbow it. Peter, he's going to rub it in. It's going to change from Inter Milan to AC Milan. Come on. <laughs> nah, good. It's crazy? a magical scarf. <laughs> Pete, you look good with that stuff. Nah. It actually matches your colors. Your what head colors? is going to look a little better with that. <laughs> your head. It gives it an extra shine. Or is oh, it? oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Actually, this scarf was given to me by one of my best uh, friends and teammates, Frank Lomonaco. Thank you, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to stay here. The shout out. Oh, no, this is going to stay Antonio, here. Antonio, next week, all your friends are going to give you gifts now. Oh, so now yeah. you're going to have to we, shout them out on the podcast. We, we showed, actually. We went to go play, and uh, he said he found that in the trash, so oh, he just yeah. threw it to you. <laughs> He was looking for a Juventus one, and uh, he just found that in the, the garbage of the store. Okay, so. I'll take this guy. <laughs> uh, anyway, guys, this weekend was was incredibly Pretty crazy. crazy. Um, I thought that the Derby was going to be the only big talking point this week, but there were a lot of comebacks, a lot of uh, moments where you couldn't take your eyes off of the match. Even in the 90th minute, 90-plus minute, we had three games game. that there were comebacks. Turns in the 95th, the 96th, the 99th minute. We had a goal in the 99th minute this weekend. It was incredible. Um, where do you guys want to start off? I want to start with Inter. So you want to start with Inter? Pete, go ahead. Oh, the first game, right? Take the floor, Pete. Take the floor. <laughs> I mean, listen, uh, a loss versus Juventus, you, you know, it's okay. It's not good. But I think a lot of people are looking at Spalletti. Spalletti made a mistake going right to the point. Spalletti made, I think, made a mistake on this the first sub. Okay, but first half, I think he prepared the game very well. I think Inter they showed that they respected Juventus, but they were not afraid to take chances. They had a couple of chances, in particular Gagliardini, one on one versus Chesney. It looked like it was going in every angle. That you could have hit it, Jeez. would hit off the post and into the net. No, when you versus Juventus, hits off the post and goes back to Chesney. <laughs> they got something. I swear they to must you. have something. It's called the winning mentality, <laughs> Antonio. It's called the winning mentality. It's a magnetic field that attracts the rubbers <laughs> and he pulls the rubbers away from, uh, from the goal. I'm telling you. You, you guys know? are catching but, on. I mean, Perisic, uh, Politano. Politano missing. So Inter had their chances. It was by far not Juventus. Uh, one of Juventus' uh, good games. Yeah, they made a lot of mistakes, a lot of sloppy passes in the back. But uh, the only thing that really stuck out for, for me, uh, Kellini. Yeah, is unbelievable. The best oh, defender. We know this. The best yeah. defender in the world right now. I'm with you. That's what I have to say. Mm -hmm. After yesterday's, after I'm sorry, after Friday's game, I can really say that. Um, you know, Cancelo is amazing. That's gonna be a. Another sour point on Inter's historic uh, losing of their, you know, losses of the right back, left back. We used to have Roberto Carlos. We lost him. Cancelo could turn out to be the next uh, Roberto Carlos in a sense. He's great. Uh, offensively, great, defensively, offensive, defensively. So great. I mean, and Versalico was injured too. He, yeah. guy's, but even Versalico. Yeah. No, Versalico is good, yet. but I'm just saying you wouldn't to see Cancelo, him. What can you compare so to? What are you gonna say, Anto? I don't know. They are famous of giving away the best, the best players. Okay, <laughs> they have one that now plays uh, uh, for Liverpool. You know who's uh, what I'm talking about. It. So, uh, you know, was paid Andrew, almost. No, I went to Barcelona, now, Barcelona but, yeah. now, of course. He was at Liverpool. So uh, you lost Pirlo, you lost Cassano. You lost Pirlo too. You know, well, a lot of I, a lot of teams of to get. Allegri. It was because of Allegri. <laughs> Okay. You know, so Allegri was going to Juventus. I said, okay, you know, let's not, let's not extend the contract. So just he moved to Juventus and he got the title over there. So sounds good. Let's talk about the game though for yeah. Friday no, before we get into it. Palette, yeah. What we wanted to know. So what was the major sticking point well, that you guys that's didn't win? What I, what I was upset at was taking out Politano, who was one of the more lively players on Inter. He was able to attack the defenders. He was trying to create, and he puts in Borja Valero. I mean, Borja Valero is a great player, don't get me wrong, 
but I don't think he's the type of player that Inter necessarily had to put in, in that That's circumstance. Mind, yeah. You know, if you want to take out Politano because he didn't do something right, you have Keita who's just scored three goals in two games. He has a lot of confidence. He's, yeah. you know, he's a lively player. He, he's quick. He can give a lot of problems and force Cancelo back. Now you put Borja Valero. You add another midfielder. Another slow into, poke. And he's slow. slow and and slow. even his distribution is it's very, very questionable. No, no, he's good, but he's very he's simple. He doesn't do anything very stiff. You and the rationale behind it, I thought, was the most questionable. Say yeah. what you were, what you were gonna say about Spalletti. Oh, what he said behind it. Yeah, about Borca Valero. Before you go ahead, is the fluid the fluidity of the game of Inter? It just gets into some sort of a stuck mechanism. In other words, the guy he doesn't touch the ball fluidly. In other words, the, the maneuver uh, Inter maneuver can be a little better oh, if uh, yeah. if you have somebody like an Angolan or somebody that has a has a better touch. This guy is touching one part one time, second time, and then he's turning himself, and then everybody else catches up, and then. Uh, you know, and then the fluidity just becomes like a stiff, very stiff. Well, that's also another problem with Inter compared to Juventus. Juventus, they would take three, four touches, and they're in front of a goal to take a shot or to or create something. Inter, it would take much longer time to get so in front of a goal. To and break that, it down. And yeah. And so that also, I mean, it's going to take time. Inter, even though, yes, they have great players, there's a lot of new players, a lot of people that have to get into the mechanism and and start playing. So I mean, the the objective is the goal of Inter is for the next couple of years to reach the scudetto or to to win. That's Stop how it's excuses, taking excuses. I'm not Spalletti. making excuses. Juventus right is a now. better team. I am telling you right now. Listen to me. Spalletti is a coach that is not really stepping up to the plate and what he uh, what he's supposed to do. I mean, he's getting paid so much money. It's always on prime time. And he's not doing what he's supposed to do. First of all, you just said it before. You do not take this no. very good player out to put uh, Borca Valero inside. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yeah. Number one. Number two, I will definitely have to start uh, Keita Balde. You know? The guy's angry for the game. Who are you taking out? I mean, who are you taking out? I will have never start, uh, never start uh, what's his name? Uh, Politano? Like, yeah. No, no, no. Not Politano. Oh, oh. Uh, the guy that plays... Uh, Perisic? Perisic? Yeah. yeah. Perisic has been, 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 been a little bit. Yes, he hasn't been, but Perisic is your, your starter. So, you know. But then Lautaro Martinez, the guy had so much so nah. much speed. He's got so much passion and speed for the game. Where are you going to put him? You, what do you mean, where are you going to put it? Where are you going to put him? Uh, Mike, there are so many other players that really don't belong over there. You I just know, but you yeah. have to plug that kid in and not just five minutes. Yeah, but then you change, you change the, the formation. The the game, you when, change the, the formation. When the game is already compromised. I think Spalletti on the second half, he wanted to play just for the tie. That was, I think, the major sticking point. The guy taught us, you know what? We're controlling the game. We're just going to try to to keep it. You, you don't know. play for a tie, but you play to protect. And that's and that's, that's what he did. Yeah. That's what he did. Why did he bring Bor Borja yeah, yeah. Valero inside? Yeah. No, he said, what, what Peter was about to say before is yeah. that Spalletti says he brought on Borja Valero to bring more possession to the team. He was trying to possess the midfield. But either way, i like to start off with the match um, from Juventus' perspective. Uh, first of all, we were at the we were at Juventus's viewing party too. They had a, a nice event with the Brooklyn Nets. They did a nice uh, crossover, uh, and they they invited us over to to check it out. It was pretty cool how they're trying to get you know basketball fans to you know support Juventus and and get Serie A out there. Uh, but on the match, I agree with Peter with what he was saying that it wasn't Juventus's great match. I think the first half watching as a Juventus fan, I was nervous. I see Gariadini, I thought I said okay one zero. It's one zero. And like he said, almost nine out of ten times, you probably say that's that's ball in the back of the net. Politano, I think, had another chance if it was him right in front of the net where he didn't miss. And from Juventus' perspective, you're like, oh my, what, what's happening? What's happening? The rhythm wasn't there. Ronaldo wasn't playing well. Nobody was clicking. Nobody was clicking. Cancelo, yes, you know, a few players. Um, and I think towards the second half, it was more about it was a dirty match in the sense that Juventus had that one cross mm -hmm. and Mandzukic. How many times have we seen Mandzukic? He always beats his defender in the air. But who was defending on Mandzukic? Azamoa. Thank you. And was, who was Azamoa playing the year before? Oh, oh my God. You know, you know how hard it is to be the Anto, you won't be able to defend Mandzukic. Mandzukic won the hardest place I would defend him much better than Azamoa. <laughs> yeah, okay. What do you do? Hold I on I would have never let him score like that. If the guy comes from behind, come on. He had so much time to do it. Okay. I don't know if there was so much time. The thing is, what is interesting, I, I want, looking over the, you know, the highlights of that goal, I'm wondering a little bit of Handanov's position. I mean, I don't know the the right position for a goalkeeper, it, but it he looked on. like he was really it was on. close it, to the near. No, no, he was on. I'm saying yeah. he was close to the near post. So when you see him uh, coming across, he didn't have the chance because the cross was literally, you know, 
what? I would say you think you should have come out and try to block come the out, ball. Try to block mm, the ball. You don't think so? Nah. To be honest, that I didn't think about that no, until no, you please. said it. Until you brought it up, I wasn't questioning. Well, I don't think so. I don't no, think no. So. That looked risky to me. I don't know, but you risky, know. But I'm just saying. I don't know if his positioning was. I don't know. It wasn't on the, I, the cross was literally right there. Asamoa positioning of himself. He, did, he actually didn't see this guy here coming from behind. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is his guy, but he knows who this guy is. Why is he in that position to begin with? He's trying to take care of the guy coming from behind. And the guy ex- scored exactly the same goal that he yeah. scored against AC Milan. Yeah. That he sticks on, uh, he's, you know, he sticks from on the, the back top post, of, uh, yeah. of uh, uh, Rodriguez. And it's then, why they play Mandzukic, is because then you have that thread of that player. But... Um, also, like what Peter said, I thought that I was expecting even at one zero, it was very even, and nah, you could probably yeah. say that a tie was was more just the correct result if we so. want to use that term. So. Um, but but uh, what I was gonna say is Chiellini, like he said, I was fully expecting even until the 90th minute. Mauro Icardi, every time he plays against Juventus, every Juventus fan, I was talking to them there. They said, "Listen, Icardi is gonna get one zero. We always think you're one zero down when you play against Icardi." But Chiellini really kept him in his pocket. Icardi had the, no place Juventus, to go. Juventus uh, has got the best defense. I mean, uh, the goalkeeper makes uh, some incredible saves in the past games. Uh, and uh, everybody's playing great in defense. And when you got the best defense, most of the time you're going to be in first place. Now, Spalletti has played the last 26 games oh, that he has played against uh, Juventus. He's lost 20 <laughs> 20 games so I mean, well, it's, I mean, what do you think about Miranda Pete it was very disappointing I, I know Miranda is one of the best defenders what did he do he made a few mistakes while I was watching the thought, game who did he say Miranda Miranda, oh. Miranda he really didn't you, like the way he played you yesterday. can't pick point you can't pinpoint he, he certain made, mistakes he made several different uh, judgment, <laughs> judgmental <laughs> errors mistakes you know, he gave the ball away two three times and it's just well because Pauletti wants to of play out, out from the back I was surprised Miranda even started because the Vrijskrinja has been a great Couple, but yeah. he's been trying to put Miranda. Maybe Miranda playing in. I think La Liga Miranda said some experience playing. I think in, Miranda has said said a, said a few things too. Oh yeah, in, he, in his interview, it, he said that he wasn't happy. He's that not he happy. Was, of course, he was sitting on the oh, bench. The guy, listen, the guy it's is still to, top of the front. Yeah, 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 all three yeah. of them I are top center back, so it's very it's, hard it's, to keep. It's not so much that Miranda's going on the bench. It's that you know they got players who are playing better together. You know, screeners is out better with Devry. This guy is a starter in the Brazil national team. I want to see a three-man back line. I want to see how that go with them. To me, Spalletti is somebody that is second guessing you just himself. said that you didn't like Miranda now you're second guessing yeah himself. but he's second guessing himself in every decision that he's making this guy here he I, lost the game for Inter he made a, a mistake with the sub but he prepared the game the right way he, Inter were in the right uh, had the chance to win this game and the players did not take it you know what's interesting we were I, I saw going around there was a screenshot of the moment that Borja Valero was put in and then the moment the Santo that Santon was put in last year where Juventus <laughs> turned it around. Right. And there's question marks over does Spalletti read the game well? You know, Allegri's always um, praised for the way that he's able to stay calm and he seems to always throw the right substitutions on. He, you he, said that Spalletti uh, started, you felt like Spalletti started the match right, but he made the wrong substitutions. Is this something that we've seen many times from Spalletti that he doesn't read the match correctly? What do you guys think? You know, what I was going to say is that Spalletti... You know, Allegri talks to his assistant. I see him going to the side and uh, talking to his assistant. And Allegri talks to himself. Sorry, Spalletti talks yeah. to himself. Yeah. So that's the difference. Yeah. Listen, good listen, catch, good catch. I mean, I mean, you just said it before. He always said. <laughs> said it before. Wait, <laughs> good catch. This is very important. This is an analysis. That we're, we're listening. Gonna we're listening. Pick up this thing here. When you put Borca Valero inside, <laughs> you just send a clear message to the entire stadium, not just to Allegri. Hey, I'm content with the results. Let's keep it 0-0. Mm-hmm. And Allegri immediately picks up and said, okay, game tied. We have the push. But immediately Juventus moved the body, the body center of the, the, the action at least 20 yards higher. And they were getting attacking. Boom, 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 boom until they got them. But it's easier said than done. Allegri has any, look at any of his, uh, his bench players. Could so be starters. So does Inter, the all national team players. No, maybe not as high as Juventus. Do you think that Spalletti doesn't read the match well? Absolutely not. What do you think, Peter, as no. an Inter fan? What do you think? Do you think Listen, that's one of his weaknesses? Time. It's not the first time. The guy screwed up in Roma so many other times. He screwed up in Roma so many other times. Okay? It's, it's difficult. On the key I games. Think, Listen, I think that, you know, as like you said, being a manager is important to be, is reading the games, being able to keep these guys in the game and making the ch- changes when he has to. 
in the past, he's made mistakes. I don't think that he single-handedly blew the game, but because in the end, the players have to produce. So if he had the chance to to win the game, or you have a chance to score, the player is the one that scores. He can only do so, so much. You know? Exactly. If, if that goal went in from Gagliardini, we wouldn't be, you know, it would I, be a I different think, result. We I think you could be upset Saletti. for the idea that he wanted to maintain possession of the ball. You know, that, that yeah. was his reason of putting Borja Valera. No, mm -hmm. instead... You the idea like should be to to, to win, attack. attack, attack, yeah, not to attack, but to win. He tried to change his tactics. Up. I don't think, yeah. uh, I, I don't think uh, it was as it was as a cutthroat as you're saying about Spalletti. I thought I thought he brought in Borja maybe to distribute the ball a little bit better to hold the possession more because they really weren't holding possession. Well, enough, you're not going no. to say that about this Spalletti. We know he's a loser. So <laughs> let's move on I, to the I, I, I do just to conclude. I do think I I agree with Antonio's reasoning where he says you put Borja Valero, you it's, are sending a message of the way that you yeah. want to play. Because even for me, when I saw Borja Valero coming in for Politano, it. where Poli I could have seen Kate about that. You take speed and yeah. technique for, for somebody that is going to just try to slow down the game well, and then... Uh, and let's, then uh, He's just slowing down the game. The guy's just he's more well, a more experienced, experienced player. Hold the ball a little bit more. Let, 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 let's move on. Let's move on, and we'll, we'll take some to... questions afterwards. Okay. Let, let's go on um, to one of the comeback games before we get into your Milan. Cagliari against Roma. Mm. Wow, that was crazy. First of all, we were doing. We were. I was watching this game. I said. I said Roma. Okay, they got it against Cagliari. It's in the bag. That I don't even know if you you know what what happened. Did you see this match? No, I didn't watch it. Okay, oh, so we'll we'll explain it to you. Um, Roma were up 2-0 even till the 84th minute. 2-0, they were up. Um, Cagliari in the 85th minute, they score a goal. 2-1, right? Cagliari go down two men in the 89th or the 90th minute. They lost two players to red cards. In the 95th minute. Sao scores against Roma. A nice goal, too. Yeah, but also the two, way that it two. happened. Like, what the hell's going two, on? 2-2. Two. Cagliari tie against Roma. Di Francesco, after the match, was so pissed off. He said, a game, you can never lose a game, 11 v. 9, a two-goal lead against nine men. He said, we're weak mentally. He said, Roma has a weak mentality that we go down when we're not supposed to be going down. And to tie against Cagliari, where Cagliari don't produce many goals, mm -hmm. It's it's incredible. Well, to be fair, let me throw something. Cagliari are undefeated at home yeah. in the Serie A. So true. don't think they're like... Them, you know, Napoli, and Juventus are the only three teams that are undefeated at home. But that's still. Right. I know, but, but still. still not, ten minutes ten minutes to go. No, ten minutes to go. And then you I score agree. the other goal with two men less. Roma have some... That's crazy. Mm. Manolas was in too. We it, can't blame. Last time we blamed that Manolas <laughs> wasn't playing. Manolas was playing. Wow. What's up, Mike? Oh, Manolas was the one that made the mistake. Ma oh. oh, I'm so sorry to hear he that. He went a slight tackle uh, to get the ball, but it went right through him. Uh, Marco Sao just. So, what, what's wrong with Roma? Because we're hearing already, you read the newspapers, they're saying that, they, number one, they say Palota is done with Di Francesco. They said that Monchi's the only thing holding him in, they're that they're talking the to Palo Sosa, they're talking to Vincenzo Montella. They're not completely content with both of the options. Mm. Their dream is Conte, but Conte doesn't seem like it's ever going to happen. Um, you never know. But Conte might take them. I'm just saying what what the newspaper says. Yeah, I think Corriere and Gazette were both saying this. Um, Dad, your perspective, growing up as a Roma fan, what do you think about this team? No, I feel bad for De Francesco because I still think that he's a good coach. Great coach. But uh, mm. if he, uh, if the team now is not listening to him and he is not following him and you know in the locker room, that's very important. If you see that you're losing the players in the in the locker room. That's then uh, you know you can't change. Uh, you know this is what they say. You can't change eleven players. So what do you do? You know you change the coach and you you hopefully. But uh, if if he's saying that mentally they're not there, um, yeah, you need to you need to change some players. That's the answer. Some, some players answer, or you, the coach. You the need coach. to change some players to me. But and now in the middle change? of the season you cannot change. How the, much could you change? You know you, you could change maybe one or two players yeah. in the. In January, when they open, uh, when they open, but the coach uh, is always the scapegoat. The, the, the coach day. is the scapegoat. Is, so this, is yeah. this a coaching problem? Is this a mentality problem, or is this hit with some injuries, or no, or it's what? A mentality, mentality, I think it's a and uh, they just they're very distracted. They're very distracted. You got to see it, this point of view. Listen, uh, Di Francesco hasn't been picking up uh, a few wins, uh, even though he qualified for the Champions League. He's given a little bit more slack. But look, uh, we talked about this. They sold a few key players in the Mercato. They brought in some youngsters that aren't even that aren't clicking yet. Sagnolo is. Okay, maybe maybe one. Uh, but if you put all them all these problems together, 
you know, you expect immediate results. You bring Monchi in. You expect uh, everything's going to be good. But if you bring in these players, you're, you're building for the future. You're not going to build immediately. And, of course, the fans are always going to, you know, be so hesitant and be like, listen, I, I don't want to do this. And that's one of the main reasons why they didn't sack Di Francesco. Because Monchi said if Di Francesco goes, he goes too. So maybe that's why. He didn't why say that, but they're saying that. That's yeah. what they're saying. But uh, that's why Palota wants to hold on to him for a little bit. But I do think it's not just one thing. It's a bunch of things. Peter, what about you? I, I think Roma right now is missing the real leader of the team. That you know, De Rossi's out. There's no real person there that's that's taking control. And it, it shows. You have a lot of young guys. So sometimes you have these uh, laps of concentration. You're not, you, you know, mm. you're winning. Florenzi's not seen as a leader happen. to you? No. No. No? He still hasn't proven anything. I mean, he's a gr- good player. But I don't know if if he's that lead, you know, has, has that leadership role or yeah. does enough. Because even one leader is not enough. That's you need true. more than one. Exactly. You I need have a question for both of you, Gaetano. What do you think about Totti coming down and sitting next to Di Francesco on uh, on uh, as a, an advisory uh, during the the game? No, on the no. bench. No, they're not, not going to get do, involved. No. With, uh, with what the they play? do, what I'm sure, what he does is that at halftime he'll go into the uh, to the locker room and go talk to Di Francesco. That I'm sure he does uh, before the game and uh, at uh, at halftime. You don't see him like him no. physically present over there, just mm. trying to uh, influence a little no. bit more uh, some of the. And play. that's uh, and that's another thing. I mean, I'm sure that Totti is. Yes. I'm I'm sure that Totti is in the locker room, and he's talking to these players. So and then are listening to uh, to Anybody? Di Francesco, and then are listening to to Totti. Uh, so uh, mm. yeah, to me. To me, it's uh, if it's a mental problem, then you need to start changing some players. Do you believe in they, bad luck in soccer? Yeah. There is sometimes bad luck. They, yeah, of course. of course. So this is what I think. Roma is but going through a stretch of a very bad luck because they've been losing games at the last uh, or t- letting the team catch up on the last few uh, few weeks. It's just that they're going through a very bad but stretch. How, how long uh, does it does it last uh, that you call it bad luck? And how long does it say that we need to change something? I don't know. It's uh, just to uh, me. Yeah. To me, Di Francesco is one of the top, uh, the top two, three coaches that we have. I, I agree with Peter that uh, right now they're missing a leader, and De Rossi was one of those guys that, inside the field, he'll kill you if you don't, uh, you mm-hmm. know, if you don't uh, perform, you know, perform. perform and play hard. I mean, you this guy sometimes he has lost in the in the past. I don't know if you guys remember, I've seen it. but. He has gotten some some red cards against the United States. One time he went with the elbow. He broke the guy's, you know, blood all over the place. At the times, he just he will kick mm-hmm. somebody because you know, he's got that, uh, that, that, that hanger inside that he mm-hmm. has to win at all costs, and that transmits into the, uh, into the other players. Um, it's 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 sad to see you know this happening, uh, but um, yeah, you might need to to make some changes. Mm. Roma currently sit eighth place. Um, they are only like four or five points away. They're four points um, away, five points away from fourth place. It's but there bad. are but there are a lot of good teams above them um, who also failed to really capitalize on Inter not winning. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fans were are very mad, obviously as a Roma fan. And their advice, you know, they didn't write Di Francesco go. They didn't write anything. They wrote pl- for the players to grow some balls. They said that these players that they have right they now, they're not they're around. not putting. Uh, what they need to put into uh, Roma. Listen, one thing, one little thing that has been missing in this discussion is Di Francesco, not only he loves Roma, he played for Roma, and the guy is a, is a big fan of Roma too. He will never accept a well, job. He's a local guy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So uh, the guy, I don't fault him. I mean, technically, he, he's not the one making the mistake on the field. Can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. How come with Di Francesco, <laughs> it's it's not Di Francesco, but with Spalletti, it's Spalletti. No, but Spalletti is not a player. <laughs> Wait, did Spalletti play? I, Spalletti, I didn't want to bring I it up. I Spalletti just Spalletti didn't s- even play on Bay 8 over here. Spalletti is <laughs> not uh, somebody okay. that uh, you, you consider a player. How much more? Di Francesco play. Oh. What was that? Di Francesco play. Saki, Saki wasn't a player either. Doesn't matter. Mar- Maradona. Maradona. What about Maradona? Saki. Maradona tried to Saki's as a coach got, and he uh, couldn't listen, do it. Listen, Saki, don't, don't, don't compare Saki to Spalletti. <laughs> Saki was lucky. The three Dutch guys over there. What did Spalletti He didn't have to do anything, Saki. What did Saki will show up with the tie. He's a little hanger in front of the camera like ah. <laughs> you uh, have to show him that video oh, yeah man. I know I will <laughs> I got show, a funny video, video I will, yeah, I will, I will. that guy um, should be locked up that's a little video let's, let's let, go to him you want to go to Milan? Milan oh yeah Milan Torino 0 0 um I didn't I didn't watch his full matches the only game that I didn't get to to watch 
Uh, I saw a lot of um, videos, ones that were great, of Donnarumma's save in the beginning of the oh, match, which incredible. was incredible. There's also Donnarumma's 100th consecutive Serie A match. 100 matches in a row that Donnarumma has been playing in, 19 years old. I don't think many other Serie A players could ever say that they did that. So, good for him. Getting their money's worth. But, on there. the other hand, talking about young players, I saw Cutrone's miss oh from uh, point blank. And I was uh, pretty surprised because usually I see him putting those in the back of the net. Listen, nah, okay, let me just give you the, a quick analysis of this game. Give the me a quick analysis. Been Donnarumma 2, Torino 0. The two saves that he made were just miracles, okay? <laughs> Number one. Number two, as you said, Cutrone missed a goal that was just uh, something that right you in just did. Number three, Higuain is becoming a little selfish because uh, he's, he hasn't been scoring in, in a few months right now, since October. And, uh, you know, I think he's getting... Uh, Upset is getting on, on his head. He, he had to take, he took so many shots, even when there were people totally open, just to really? just bury the ball right back into the net. And he didn't pass the ball. I think Iguain has become a little selfish. He should be just a you know, the, the coach should Gattuso should just really be pulling over there and said, Hey, I like you, I like you very much to score, but when you have somebody else that just yeah, it's a tap in situation, just give them the ball. They say that three like, times equal of AC Milan could have scored if Iguain just passed them the ball. They say that they strikers are like the most, most emotional type of players yeah. because they, you know, they're very if they're feeling good, then they're feeling great. They but if they're feeling low and they're not exactly. scoring, then they're really low. And they almost when you then when you start to try really hard, you almost dig your hole deeper. So maybe that's what's happening with Iguain. I don't know. Because, uh, again, but I, I heard that Torino played great. Played a great game, and I was looking forward for the first time to see Conti playing because he's starting to warm up and all the stuff. At some point, I thought it was coming in, but they didn't uh, put him in because uh, they put Zaza inside. Torino put Zaza trying to, to make Torino score. But uh, since Zaza came in, they did nothing. AC Milan, the last 15-20 minutes, uh, we could have won the game. We had three or four very good chances, and uh, mm. we didn't capitalize on them. So, mm. so yeah. the, 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 I think that 0-0 zero, zero was, uh, was a, good, a good result. You know, given the fact that we didn't lose the game because uh, those two uh, chances that uh, Donnarumma just really, oh my goodness, <laughs> I said to myself, this is in. And Donnarumma, I'm telling you, the reflex of this guy here is just, oh yeah. Good for him. No, I'm, I'm happy for Donnarumma, but I, I heard from some neutrals that were saying that Torino deserved to, to win this one. Oh, no, I don't think so. No? No. <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you something. <clears throat> do you need Ibra on this team? No, absolutely not. Well, absolutely me... not. What are we going to do with Guys, Ibra? Guys, Ibra's not coming. Ibra. Leonardo said right after the match, he Ibra. said... Ibra, Ibra is going to create nothing but trouble. <laughs> with Kutrone. Kutrone he's not coming. Better. He's not, thank he's, you. He's not Please coming. stay where you are. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll read you the quote from Leonardo today. Why he's, is he going to get... What's he going to do? Nothing. He, he, said, do he said Zlatan won't be returning to Milan. He gave his word already to LA Galaxy that he will renew. We thought about it and he thought about it too but he's going to keep his word and stay in the MLS so the door for Zlatan Ibrahimovic which I think I'm not a Milan fan but I would have loved to have Zlatan uh, come back to the league take it to Juventus and I think that um, <laughs> Juventus we don't miss those sitters like Kudrone you should oh. die for a guy like Ibrahimovic to come back like that uh. but I think that I think you're wrong, but either way, Zlatan's not coming back. He's I'm, staying in MLS. I'm a little sad, to be honest. He's such a, I had he's a, such a wasn't character. Long, he's such a good thing, and he only do good for the Serie A. It'll only attract more people. But why on AC so. Milan? You know how many teams they can use in, in Italy? Uh, I'm not saying just Maybe, uh, maybe he can to, play next to, uh, to uh, what's his name, uh, to Icardi. Uh, I don't think it'll work you over know. there. I don't think he'd work over hey. there. Well, he's not. Oh, he said he's staying in MLS. That's he's staying in yeah, LA yeah, Galaxy. Tell so. Wanda to make a phone call <laughs> in, uh, in uh, Los Angeles. It was, your, it was your girl's birthday. It was your girl's birthday. Oh, really? Wanda's birthday oh, today. Oh, my God. You didn't get invited to the party? No. <laughs> you got her gift? No. I no. What would you get? What would you get her as a gift? What would you know. get her? Can't say it. <laughs> I, I think he let he let Milan off the hook, but Milan this game, you're at home versus Torino. Even though Torino's been playing well, they're in the midst for a Europa League spot. Mazzari has these guys uh, going in full force. But Milan at home. Inter losing. You have to win this game. Last yeah. your time. This but is a game that you win. win. Like From four points, we are three points. I was hoping to be one point <laughs> just below Inter. Exactly. God, listen to me. This is, little this by was little, the chance to, to the make it. The might be as sweet as you think uh, <laughs> on Christmas. So, uh, and uh, anyway, Higuain, his first game coming back, right? Yeah. So, obviously, tension. Uh, his last performance wasn't the greatest. And as a striker... Every striker I know, they're the most selfish people when it comes to having the ball. When they get the ball, they want to score all the time. So it's good to have a player that wants to score. Then what happens is once, like Marco was saying, once they feel good, 
then they're gonna they the 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 field opens up and they're able to make the right. And everything play. goes correctly. Yeah. You'll see. If, he's been scoring if you see how many goals. The expression goals. of Cutrone when it was very obvious that Iguain like, could have given him the ball two times, one time to twice to him and one time to uh, to Suso and another time to uh, uh, what's his name Chalanoglu. They put their hands like this and they they actually uh, show it to him. They pointed to him. I said, "Come on, look at this." It maybe like maybe Spalletti show them. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, it's very obvious. Look at the expression of of uh, Cutrone and uh, uh, Suso and the other guy over there, Chalanoglu. It, it's just it was the most natural thing to do, just to place the ball right on the feet of these guys here and the guys that would bury the ball inside. There was no chance for uh, those guys to miss. But uh, you know, Iguain just went to take a shot. An, an interesting uh, stat actually about this game, uh, Milan Torino. The past four times they've played. It's all been it all ended as a draw, so it looks like Milan. It's a little difficult for for to to overcome them. No, Mazzari's, Mazzari's doing, doing well. well. He's actually been doing well. From home. I yeah, they're, they're not doing as yeah. well as they're doing away. So I think that nine game in a row that they haven't lost uh, away. So. Torino Torino's actually playing well under uh, under Mazzari. Yeah, Another team who's uh, not playing well, or whatever side you want to <laughs> see this, Lazio Sampdoria, oh, which was another one that, that was a I, crazy one. I knew that this was going to be a very exciting match. Um, I was just a little bit nervous that my expectations for Sampdoria were a little bit too high uh, to match. And I think we talked about a lot of times about uh, Inzaghi and Lazio this season, that they're just not performing again at home. Talking about at home. And Sampdoria go inside the lead with Quagliarella, who six goals That's in hard. five games in his last five Mancini, games. Mancini, call him oh, up. Oh, 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 six scored. goals oh. in five games. You his last up, five huh? games he scored. Maybe uh, the national team needs him. Unbelievable. Him unbelievable from, from Quagliarella. And the goals that he scores. Marco, in, how old is he? 35. 35. How crazy is that? It's beautiful. It's great to see. I love Quagliarella. I love him in the Serie A. Uh, but anyway, another one that's difficult for Lazio um, and another comeback. Another comeback. Lazio came back in this one. Chido Immobile scored. Who's, who scored the second for Acerbi? Acerbi. Immobile scored the, the goal. Then they were up 2-1. And then what minute was it when uh, Saponara scored? 97 99 minute 99 this one 99 99 minute guys if you didn't Saponata see his goal scores. he did like a, nice. I thought it was Latan he picked goal. up his nice foot nice it was like a roundhouse kick and it popped over who was Strakosha right yeah unbelievable he ran he ran to the curva <laughs> yeah, he took off his shirt he ran there he jumped on top of the curva they took off his pants and his underwear too the pictures oh, went man. went viral it was, it was pretty funny <laughs> wait I have I have the quote over yeah, here that yeah, yeah. yeah say, say the call. Say the call. Let me, let me find the call. But Sampdoria, incredible. Saponara, <laughs> Saponara was like, it was such a great feeling to score at the end. I ran to the fans behind the goal and they tore all, all my clothes off. <laughs> Show my dad. Here's a picture of... Oh, <laughs> there's, a, there's an even crazier I, picture with no one. I think they did more than take off his clothes. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they were, I mean, 99th minute. Can you imagine you're in, you're in Lazio, you're, oh, you're at their man. home and you score a tie you to run, tie the match. You run to your fans over there Unbelievable. On the Inzaghi was again. I think this is the second time in a row we said that we've seen his face just furious. Furious. Not a good week for the Inzaghi. Sampdoria's a good squad. Not a good season for the Inzaghi's. Am I I right? What place are they in? They're still in fifth place. But again, like Peter said, the opportunity to hop over Inter was there. The opportunity was there and they weren't able to take it. I think like what I thought from the start of the season, Serie A this year, it's much... Uh, more competitive in the sense that a lot of teams they're they're close. There's not like besides Juventus, everyone else could can beat the other team. Yeah, so there's no really superpowers or though this game is an easy win, that game is an easy win. The three so, to ten, yeah. The three the three to eleven are separated by six points. Yeah. Wow, mm. that's huge. By six points. You know, so fourth, that that's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Even Sassuolo, like. Teams that you wouldn't expect, like you're sure. saying. And I think that this weekend, because if we look at the next game, Sassuolo-Fiorentina, which is 3-3, another one. Sassuolo were up by two goals. Uh, who was down a man? They two were, minutes, they were down a man. And Torino came back and scored two goals. I mean, it's incredible. Fiorentina. And they said, yeah, Fiorentina. Yeah, Fiorentina, sorry, Fiorentina came back and scored two goals. Unbelievable. And it's another one of those in the Serie A where you say to yourself, you can't miss a match. You can't miss a match. Between those teams, they fight like crazy. They are madmen. Even 35 years old, Fabio Quagliarella and Sampdoria, you can't write them out. 
and the game might look easy on paper. So we're saying you should be Torino, you should be Sampdoria, you should be this. But those are the teams that you really sometimes got to worry about. No, 100%. Yeah, and those are the teams that you need to get some points. I mean, you're not going to get any points against Juventus, the top teams, Inter, Napoli, it's tough. So you know, when they play uh, Sassuolo, Chievo, Spal, that's where you get, you know, you get some of the points. Mm. But uh, you mentioned uh, Inzaghi, uh, the other Inzaghi, Filippo Inzaghi, I think days are numbered. Um, they are. He lost again. Uh, they are third from the bottom. Bologna is usually one of those teams that's always in the middle of, uh, table. Uh, of the table. Too. Yeah, and uh, now um, it's unfortunate. You know, it's not always the coach's fault, but uh, this is what happens. The coach gets yeah, it gets sad. But this is a different. I mean, his last eight games, he's only gotten four points. He's he hasn't not, had a win since September. Yeah. Yeah. He's not doing that many favors. And you know what? Sometimes. And he lost to Empoli. Can we say Empoli? Yeah. 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 Sometimes. I mean, Empoli's not an easy team. They're playing well. They're playing well. I know, but you got to win against Empoli. You got to get a point Napoli against. Napoli didn't win against Empoli. <laughs> well, it's like at least a point, man. It's I'm trying to. Look, okay, you, want, you don't want to say Empoli. Empoli, Sampdoria, Fiorentina, Chievo, Atalanta, Sassuolo, Torino, Cagliari. Those are his last eight games. He picked up four points out of those last yeah, eight games. Yeah, hey, hey, Chievo got another point. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Chievo's doing good. They yeah. got like four draws in a row or something. It's not <laughs> bad. Well, thank well, you, Ventura. Thank you, <laughs> Thank um, you for nothing. <laughs> but like my dad said, just to talk about people, just for another minute, uh, Gazeta said today that um, Saputo's calling around and that okay. Mihailovic is the name. Uh, mm. People's next match is against Milan. Oh and uh, <laughs> that, that could be the one that sinks the ship. It, it would be very people. ironic if the place that he became a legend, that was the one that really oh, puts the, the dagger the in the heart. Uh, the final nail in the coffin, yeah. Uh, but I think that people, I mean, you could see him on the sideline. He is stressed. Yeah, he I, is so stressed Great from player, the job. but not. How can you not be stressed I when know. you have a bunch of, uh, you know. Uh, what? what? They're very mediocre players. That oh, they're no, in, no. You, know, you cannot market, blame the players. Bologna is not the market that they used to be. Bologna. Yeah. Bologna has be, always been a mid-table team. Bologna though. was one of the top six or seven teams in the Okay, but well, what did he do with AC Milan? <laughs> what did he do with AC Milan? <laughs> yeah, what did he do? Well, listen, when Inzaghi was on AC Milan... He had nobody technically playing over there. If they would have okay. spent half of the money that they spent after Inzaghi left, Inzaghi would have been, uh, would have been at least on All the right. your, your favorite was there. Balotelli was there. That's your not favorite true. player. That's not true. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yes, he was. But just maybe for a few games. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. I was with the team. Yeah. I know, I remember too. I was there too. <laughs> Maybe he was the bad luck, right? Yeah, this guy. Is, yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I, I actually, I like Mihailovic, but... Sure. Me too. El El me too. Sure. That guy is... Me too. Sure. I was Someone there. Beat you up. Yeah, El He's El been was unemployed there. for a while, right? Yeah. yeah, I think like a year, year and a half. a nice break. Um, I, think that, I think that this is the one case where I think all of us at the table, you, we talk about should the coach go, should the coach not go. I think that you're at the point that the coach needs to go. Which Do we agree? Inzaghi, yeah. for sure. Do we yeah. agree? I don't think it's for lack of a knowledge, uh, knowledge or a lack of experience. I think Inzaghi has been dealt very bad cards from the very beginning. That Bologna doesn't have a very good squad. They don't have good players. Who do they have? A bunch of washout players. Give me, name me three players that they're worthy of. To the, be in 18th place? They got Destro, they got Skorupski. To be in 18th Des place? They get to play. He's probably coming off the That's because Inzaghi's the coach, that's why. Oh. <laughs> You'd be starting yeah, if there was Pauli. a decent Pauli, coach. Yeah, it was another Listen, Milan it's they, another they, one. Like he was there. Away. Paulie was there. That's what I'm saying. He's he was with, with Inzaghi. Yeah. Shilio was there mm -hmm. with Inzaghi. Abate was there. Like you said, his days are numbered. But not that many. His, his I'm days surprised he didn't get sacked. I'm, I'm very... and Balotelli up front. I'm very surprised that he hasn't been sacked yet. blackmailed them or something. I don't know how he's... A hundred percent. A hundred percent. If he goes against Milan, I think that the, the ties are cut. And I think that um, people is going to be without a job. Um, another guy... Speaking about Italian coaches, by the way, it's for the first time since 2006... That all 20 coaches of every team are Italian. Every single coach is Italian. Yeah. After Genoa sacked Juric and hired Cesare Prandelli. Prandelli, a name that we haven't heard in a while, in yeah. quite a while. Last time he was coaching in Italy, he was at the World Cup 2014 um, with our national team. And Prandelli is always one guy that even when I see him now on the bench, I'm rooting for him because I feel like what he did for Italy, I know that we didn't end on a good note. But that team at Euro 2012 still brings nostalgia to me with Cassano and Balotelli up top. Um, and I think he was one of the first guys that 
after 2006 when we started going down, um, he tried to bring players back, you know? He tried to give opportunities to Balotelli, to Cassano. Maybe a little bit too much sometimes. Um, but it's too much for Cassano. Cassano is the top two players in the world Man. on that position. Who's the other one? How did 2014 go? Uh, so what? Not, not because of uh-huh. Cassano. 2014, he didn't do a good job. Yeah. He didn't, but I think all, I think for a team like coaches. Genoa, which number one Ballardini, Ballardini, who was Ballardini. it? No, who? the Preziosi. I'm sorry, oh. the the president of Genoa mm. to sack the sackings that he made. Oh, he God. hired Yurich three. He's fired Yurich three times. This guy Yurich needs to know when Preziosi calls, <laughs> I don't answer because it's ridiculous. How many times? I think he sacked like 17 coaches he's, he's since hide he's, him again he's got a contract. That's why. If he still has a contract, if they call, you have to go back. Man, he's, he's trying to or outdo us, Zamparini. Else, that's why. If you say no, you don't get you paid. Don't get paid. <laughs> um, I think that he made a big mistake uh, in the beginning of the season, Preziosi, with uh, hiring Yurich back when when Yurich wasn't needed. But anyway, uh, Genoa they got a tie today, right? Mm-hmm. They tied yeah. against Spal. Yeah, yeah they did. Um, right. So Prandelli got his. Yeah, Prandelli. I'm rooting for him. I'm really rooting for him because I like him, and hopefully, he get Piontek to start scoring again. He did he score scored. today. He's, oh. He got a penalty kick. But he definitely dipped ever yeah. since Yuri took over the team. He didn't do as well. So Piontek is the leading scorer? Yeah. In yeah, Serie A, right? Yeah, Serie yeah. so A. 11 and 10. Uh, we talked about Sassuolo, Fiorentina, yeah, uh, Napoli. We'll we talk about Napoli. Talk Napoli. Napoli. 4-0 uh, against Frosinone. Gulam back from that ACL tear. We haven't seen him in over a year. Um, arguably one of the best Serie A left backs, I think, mm-hmm. in his in his best. He got two assists. He got two assists on his game back. Incredible. He took yeah. the captain's armband at one point when yeah. Hamsik went off. He's a good player. Um, and overall, it was a great day for, for Napoli. And I mm. think that, can this be Gulam coming back, be that added force that Napoli need? I always thought Mario Rui was, I don't know, he wasn't my favorite because he, he didn't defend very good. He When he went up, he didn't come back very often. So I felt like he, he was a weak point in Napoli squad. And now that Gulam's back, I'm happy. Also, I want to bring up Meret, finally. Yes. His debut for Napoli. Yes. Remember the goalkeeper from Spa that they brought? And he, I think he fractured his forearm or broke his forearm. Yeah. And he's been out ever since. But now he's back. So your boy, uh, he's, a young, he's a young guy. Right? It's like he's 20. 20 right? yeah. He's supposed to be named one of the top three yeah. for the Italian national team. Yeah, yeah. Second to yeah, no, he's, I've seen him in action. This guy is pretty good. He made some good saves. But uh, the best, I think the best news he's about Naples is uh, Milik. You know, he scored yeah, two another goals. two goals. And the last goal that he scored, oh, my God. He scored. What a beautiful mm-hmm. goal he scored. So if this is uh, the, the, the gift that... Uh, um, Ancelotti maybe was waiting for because it, we all said here he needs a center forward. If this guy comes true, maybe that could be uh, the, uh, the 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 good uh, the missing link, sign, mean, the right? missing link for the Champions League. So we are all hoping and praying that uh, next week uh, they're yeah. going to Liverpool. Mm-hmm. They're going to go play in Liverpool. A very very tough game. Liverpool is in first place. That's right. Um, they after, also won 4 0 in their match. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah, but yeah. they're in first place. Um, I think Chelsea beat uh, yeah, Manchester City, City, right? I was going to say so we should that, talk about that. Yeah, Sadi uh, has never been Guardiola. First he even, time ever. He even right? said, they asked him before the match. He said, how do, you, how do you beat Guardiola? He said, I don't know. I've never beaten him. He's like, ask someone else. He right? said, ask somebody else. <laughs> Guardiola was undefeated in the league, in the Premier League, and Sadi yep. gave him the first loss 2 0. First mm-hmm. um, And it was great. I mean, I was so happy for, for Sadi, your boy that okay. you always make fun of now. And uh, you so support while him we're talking here. about uh, the, the Premier League, uh, uh, I believe uh, there was a South Street Seaport where they had yeah. hundreds of uh, there are hundreds of fans watching the game, all with scarves. They were giving us shirts, and this is what uh, I think IFTV should bring to the community, to the Italian uh, and our followers. This Italian football TV, we should have things like that on a like a viewing in, party, like a viewing party where we get some of the. Uh, um, the ones that watch the podcast to come down and and do and do some uh, you know, invo- invite maybe uh, some of the players if we can have them come down maybe Cassano absolutely um, I was with Kyle him. Martino I was with Kyle Martino on Friday and he was telling me that they were doing the South Street Streetport yeah and he said that Premier League is putting a lot behind to promote the game okay. in America and he was saying uh, that he's like so we're gonna have a lot of people we're talking uh, we're talking to anybody that is listening right now and he's a sponsor. This is what IFTV needs. IFTV, IFTV needs some sponsors where 
you know, they can go, these guys, they can go out and making this uh, in the morning, uh, making a preview party where we can invite the fans to come down and give out uh, uh, shirts, T-shirts, hats. But uh, so uh, the premiere, I look at them and they, I think it's fantastic. They're yeah, doing they a, do good a good job. Uh, we could be the, the number two. Let's not wait until the Liga does it and the Bundesliga does it. Let's. I mean, they already have. Uh, you, you know, let, let's uh, let's <laughs> let's jump. But we need we need a sponsors. You know, to to, to help. Uh, listening over there? <laughs> as, as long as long as Antonio doesn't come, I think I'm I'm down to do the, the viewing party. But yeah, we got if, if we ban Antonio, we got him a lot of messages about doing a viewing party. But we definitely want we, to do it. We've done it before, and yeah, then we, we have a lot of, a lot people, of people in like Canada, it. Toronto that want us to do it. But listen, we we'll start and we'll we'll get that done. Yeah. Let's keep going, and uh, I want to do a preview a little bit for some of the upcoming matches. Liverpool, Napoli. We talked about it. We know what's at stake. Everyone knows what's at stake. Oh, Qualification yeah. is at stake. The match is in Liverpool. It's Tuesday. in England. It is on Tuesday. Yeah. Yes, correct. Yeah. Um, boys. Napoli goes through. 100%. With a win? Well, no. I tie, 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 definitely a tie, but they're not losing it. I'm, go, I'm saying games. Napoli 1-1. One, one. It's going to be a draw. They're not going to lose. They might win. They might win. I'm, I'm a little bit stumped over here. Uh, I want to think positive. Um, I've been wrong in the past with my other prediction, but... I'll be optimistic. I'll say I'll say a tie. <laughs> I'll say a tie. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Yeah. I really want um, Napoli to go in, whether it's over PSG, whether it's over Liverpool. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. As long as they, as go, long through, they go through, um, I'll be happy. Peter, what do you think? What, what's your prediction for the match? It's gonna be a tough game, but I think Napoli gets a tie. In, okay, uh, in I'm liking that. I'm liking through. that. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, the best thing going on for Napoli is Ancelotti. With, uh, is not uh, is not going to be scared. Yeah, I think uh, any coach that goes to uh, to play Liverpool, uh, you know, you you really there's some atmosphere, and so they got some of the best fans. Yeah, uh, Ancelotti's fearless though. You know that uh, they they start these guys they start singing, and no matter what the score is, they support their team no matter mm -hmm. what. Uh, but I think Ancelotti, he has been there, he has done that, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I don't think that was going on. I don't think the sinking is going to do with Gatano, you know, the fans sinking, they're not going to do it. He was well, dying. Well, no, well I tell you one they thing. They might not sing a good song. I think, have, you, walk alone. Have, you, have you ever heard that, that, the, the, that. Number, the number 12 player is yeah. the, is at the fans? Have you ever heard Gaetano, that? Gatano, you're going to be here in Mertens scream you the whole thing. <laughs> What are you say? I know the typical song that they have. You'll never walk alone. So we all think Napoli are going so, through, right? Wait, Gaetano, what you, you say? Yeah, I, what I you say prediction? a tie, tie. A tie. Huh? I think we also died. Everybody died. said a tie. Yeah. I, would yeah. say, I said a win. Yeah, he too. said a win. He said a win. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, <laughs> What's the next? Next, Peter, we got uh, Inter PSV. Oh. You know, unfortunately, <laughs> not like Napoli situation. It's not in their hands. Um, they also need things to go their way. A little favor they from need Barcelona, Inter, right? They're going to slaughter them. Let's hope Barcelona just play them. as okay. Barcelona. What's your prediction? They're going to win. Do no, nothing no. minimum. Do, do you think that Inter's going to go I'm through? I'm not joking. Inter is going to win. <laughs> I'm joking. But not that Inter is going to win. You think that Barcelona is going to beat Tottenham too? I have news for you. I do not trust Barcelona uh, integrity for the game. Now I'll tell you the reasons why. I'll tell you this is why. There might be something of going on just behind the, behind the scenes that they might want maybe Tottenham to go through. Do you understand what I'm saying? I will not discount Tottenham winning over there. I just, something is always behind the Is that your prediction? Yeah, I will say that Tottenham is not going to lose the game, but they, they might win. Mike. They're not going to lose. <laughs> so they're they're tie not going to lose. It's either a tie or a win. Okay. So does Inter go and through? But, yeah, it does. So then they got a tie. Yeah. 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 Okay, so I'm thinking Barcelona's gonna win two zero and Inter's gonna win two one. Yeah, I, I agree with Michael. I'm I'm with him. I, I think that Inter is gonna go through and I think that Barcelona will beat Tonham. Pete? You a little uh <laughs> I think Inter's gonna have a, a rough time with PSV. I don't think it's gonna be so such a walkover. Uh, a lot of tension, but Inter's they have to win. Uh they're at home. Tonham, I think they're going to give Barcelona a run for the money, but it's going to be a tie. So I think Inter goes through, but narrowly. Okay. Gatano, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I, I, I don't think Tottenham <laughs> okay. is going gonna to go into Barcelona and beat them. 
very tough. Um, yeah, very tough there. So Inter is going to go through. I'll tell you the reasons why I think uh, Tottenham might have a chance over there. I think Tottenham in a good day in the three passes, those people are capable to go from the goalkeeper in front of the other goalkeeper mm. with three passes. They're playing this game in Spain too. And they have players with tremendous amount of speed and technique. They do. Okay. So on a very good day, if they get few lucky, few lucky draws, they might just go in, boom, boom, boom. But it's not going to be easy to beat Barcelona. Barcelona defensively, they're beatable. They, they are. have a, a great midfield That's and true. a great offense. But defensively, they're very weak. Okay? Barcelona defense is very questionable. And with the speed and the intelligence that the forwards and the midfielder of, of, of yeah. uh, uh, Tottenham they have, yeah. believe me. Let's let's go to the next day. Um, Victoria Pilsen versus um, Roma. I mean, we already know this is this yeah, is they're, done. They're I'll in. say Roma win, um, just to say it. And then the other game that matters, young boys against Juventus. Uh, Juventus, again, with a win, they would be in first place. The only thing that they're risking, they're already qualified, but they do risk losing the first place in case they would lose to young boys. Or, first place and second place doesn't even matter United. sometimes because the good teams sometimes end up second. and sometimes It's always important to go on. Would the Juventus benefit being second? No. You got to avoid Barcelona. You don't want to play Barcelona. Uh, in the next, uh, you gotta avoid Barcelona and where's Man City? Yeah, mm. uh, I think those are. I think those are the only two teams that. Yeah, I mean those uh, Man City and Barcelona are gonna be. In, I think they're gonna be. So you wanna awesome. be on the top Me of too. the draw? Uh, Real Madrid. I mean, so, it's not the Real Madrid of no. uh, last year, the last few years. But, but the but team, Champions League, they're different. The team that can really hurt. Uh, I think. Um, Juventus. Juventus is Man City and Barcelona. I agree with Every that. other team, I think they can take it. Not that they cannot take Man City. They can yeah. take Man City and they can take Barcelona. Barcelona it's scares a tough, me a little it's bit a more. Tough, it's a very tough game. Mm -hmm. um, real quick, we'll go through the Serie A. Real quick, we'll just give our predictions. Inter against Udinese. Peter? We have to rebound. We have to win. Yeah. So, simple as that. What's yours? Yeah, in, in Udinese is not doing that good. They lost the last game. And Only at home they seem to sometimes do something. No. Uh, I say Inter win. Inter. I would say 1-1. One, one. <laughs> <laughs> he always does this. Every time it happens. Um, Torino-Juventus. We got the derby. Oh, um, my gosh. I'm gonna, it's in in Torino, but it's, it's at Torino's <laughs> home. Uh, I'll say Juventus win. Um, These are both the same day, by the way, guys. Yeah, I'm going to go 1-0, uh, uh, Juve win. 1-1. One, one. Uh, Juventus is gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> he, he tried going with Antonio's. Guess, I would love to see. I would, I would love to see Torino win Torino, because also Torino they haven't won versus today. Juventus Torino in such a long today. time. Yeah. In the derby, for especially Torino fans, they impressed me today. I have to be yeah. honest with you. <laughs> get the games on. Yeah. Uh, Juventus is gonna get their second tie of the year wow. against Torino. You it see? could be. It could be. Well, they also coming off Champions League. Mm -hmm. Um, Spal Chievo Verona. I say Chievo Verona win. Kilvino has no. been on a draw Spal, streak. Spal is going to win. Spal is going to win? Peter? Spal at home. Yeah. Gaetano? Uh, what was that? What's the game? Spal, Spal Uh Yeah, Spal is going to win. Antonucci, it's unbelievable. What a striker. From Bari? Mm -hmm. Mike, what do you say? Spal, Spal. Kievo. Spal? Spal uh, Fiorentina, Empoli. I say Fiorentina. Wait, what's it again? Fiorentina, Empoli. Mm, all right, Fiorentina this Go. time. Fiorentina, yeah. Fiorentina. No. Yeah, yeah, Fiorentina's Fiorentina. Not the way. I say a tie. It's they played the, they played the last 15 minutes like they they woke up from yeah, the from the grave and they, I think if they keep up the momentum they're gonna they're gonna win. Another good game, Sampdoria Parma. I'm gonna say a tie in this one. I'm gonna go with this a tie is, too. This is the low key very good matchup this take weekend. Parma winning in Genova. Okay. I don't know. I don't know about that. I'll take Parma winning in Genova. I saw Parma the way they give our time to AC Milan. I give Parma a, a win in Genova. They have a, a wonderful team. Sampdoria and Quagliarella. I go for. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I actually agree with Antonio. Parma. Parma I like. I yeah. like that team. It's one of those teams that. Yeah. You gotta the, root for. I gotta right? get yeah, that jersey. I gotta I like get that jersey. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I like the coach. Yeah. Yeah. Napoli. Uh, Kyrie is unbeaten at home. Doesn't matter. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not telling you to change your mind. I'm just to telling you. you. Yeah, yeah, Napoli. Napoli's gonna get a nice 2-0 win. Napoli. Napoli. Napoli have to continue. They're no, the only hope to win. Have uh, they, they have the team to win. <laughs> I want to say a tie, but I'm gonna say yeah, Napoli. Napoli. Mm -hmm. Grande Ancelotti. Roma, Genoa. Uh, <laughs> I'm oh gonna my. go with. I'm gonna Don't go. Don't do it. Don't do it, Marco. I'm gonna go with uh, with a tie. Wow. Tie. Yeah. Ooh, you basically saying Di Yeah. 
No, no, I'm going Roma, with a Roma, Roma one. Three, three nothing this time here. Oh, I like that. Because they want to keep it to Francesco. We got Prandelli there. Roma 2-1. So I, uh, I mean, Roma's an up and down team, so this time they'll go up. They're going to win. So Roma in this game, they can win, lose, or tie. It's incredible. You you don't know what that. What, it's what like team, a fun game, What right? team is going to show up? It's like spinning a wheel and you, <laughs> yeah. you don't know what it's going to choose. What uh, do you say? Uh, I, I'll go with Roma. Uh, Atalanta Lazio. Ooh, that's a nice game. Another good game. Another very good game. Atalanta wins. I Lazio win. I say a tie. No win. Atalanta's not playing that good. It's a win. Atalanta home uh-huh. wins. By experience, I oh, know. Yeah. Bergamo. <laughs> They're gonna what do you say? Tie or win? Oh wait, win. Peter Atalanta knows that win. actually. The Atalanta hard one. What do you say? Atalanta win. What do you say? Yeah, I'll go for a tie. And then Bologna Milan. Is this the one? Uh, no, no. The yeah, dagger Inzaghi's for Inzaghi. <laughs> Listen, Milan Anto, as a Milan fan, do you want Inzaghi to keep his job or do you want three points? I want the three points, but I don't want Inzaghi to be <laughs> No, you got to choose one. So now pick one, Anto. I, I want the three points. I'm nah, sorry. you're going to throw oh, your boy Inzaghi, Inzaghi under the bus? One of, one of those Milan legends. Inzaghi's, Inzaghi's, Inzaghi's your friend, but you just let him go. You let him get sacked. Oh, right. one time. He's I, going back know, to Piacenza. We, 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 we'll have a job for him. I have a, we have a job for well, him. over here? No, don't worry. I'm with Gattuso already. Oh, okay. Anybody what, else? What? Yeah, he said a tie. Oh, Yeah, right? Yeah, goodbye. Goodbye, people. So that means AC Milan wins, Catano? Yeah, actually, I'll say Milan wins. Sorry. Okay. People yeah. offside for sure this time. <laughs> Peter? People's going to surprise you. Aren't they? Oh! <laughs> what are you doing? He's going to tie. He's not going to win. <laughs> He's not going to win. That's funny. Um, very good weekend of Serie A. Mike, get some questions. Get Serie some, get, We get, answered a lot of questions. This get some of your fun. questions. But again, I want to say the three comebacks in Serie A, 95th, 97th, 99th minute goals to tie the game. Never turn the TV off too much. Somebody messaged us today. They said they were watching Sassuolo Fiorentina, the early match. And at halftime, there was 0-0 at halftime. Uh, so somebody said, I turned the match at halftime and went back to sleep. He missed uh, six goals uh, by, <laughs> by the second half. Mike, get some questions. Uh, we actually uh, answered a lot of them. I, I deleted most of them, but let me give a what good one. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 because we answered them. So oh, I deleted them on the way. Yeah, yeah, we all answered them. <laughs> That was funny. Uh, so they're talking about Roma, actually. They're talking about Di Francesco's the problem. We talked about that. But what players should they go for in January? What's not clicking right now with Roma, and who should they improve in the Mercato? San Casano. That's only that's our only hope. They need more than Casano. <laughs> <laughs> we should have lucky. I think they need... Uh, Zlatan. I think they need uh, a nice attacking midfielder. A more aggressive kind of... Almost like a Raja kind of player. That's connect, that connects everything. So far from what I've seen, I think Roma needs a, a center back. Their, their, their defense that has too. been very, very Fazio. leaky. If one guy goes down, the person that covers, or even the, the Fazio and Manolas, how many boneheaded, yeah, exactly. boneheaded uh, mistakes? You're right, you're right. You know, you need somebody that's going to be there and it's going to be your wall, you know? Mm. I agree. So. Hey, uh, I think they need a... Somebody that comes in and and talks to the to the player, <laughs> a, a motivator, like a psychiatrist. <laughs> a psychiatrist. Yeah, that's what they need. They need a psychologist. I think. <laughs> yes, that's what he just said. They need a psychologist. Yeah. Somebody, <laughs> or a motivator. They need a, a team motivator. You know when you put everybody in the room and you just you play some nice music that everybody gets motivated. They need somebody. What music do you listen to? They need that. What music do you listen to? Get pumped. Play, uh, I don't know. Some uh, six nine. No. What's six nine? <laughs> you don't know him? No, I don't know. Him. I don't know. Like, you, uh, <laughs> I would put some rap music for them. Well, rap. Eminem. Yes, I Eminem. just Eminem. Oh, Eminem. Oh, 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 I never Eminem. expected this from you. How do you know Eminem? I know Eminem. Oh <laughs> my god. You guys are friends? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, you want to talk about uh, a second the MLS Cup? We had. Uh, I'll I'll give some context to it. As you guys know, this whole uh, for the past podcast uh, for the past year, we've had uh, a close friend from the New York area, Giovanni Savares. He's Venezuelan Italian. Um, we all know him. He's coaching the Portland Timbers, a team that uh, has been incredibly overachieving and is in the, the final of the MLS Cup. They played against uh, Atlanta, Atlanta who Atlanta's coached by Tata Martino. They got Josef Martinez, who's from who used to play in Torino or Torino reject. And he's at, he's like the most goal scorer in MLS history. Mm. Um, and they have a few other players that some people might recognize. Uh, Almiron, I think. A few teams are looking at them. But anyway, you went down to Atlanta and you yeah, watched Yeah, I went match. to see uh, the final uh, last night. We were there. And actually, we were uh, talking to Giovanni even after the game until the late, late hours. Uh, as you know, Giovanni took uh, this team to the final, which I think he made a miracle. I don't think this team was going to go to the, uh, to the final without Giovanni. He did a fantastic job. 
uh, and he, he showed that he, that's where he belongs. He belongs in the MLS and he belongs with, uh, with a, a great team. Uh, the game, fantastic atmosphere, 73,000 uh, people. The stadium, one of the best stadiums that I've ever seen in the world. The music, the atmosphere, the lights, uh, the show, uh, incredible. The game, uh, mm, Giovanni complained about the referee, he thought there was no foul. There was a few episodes where the referee, uh, Giovanni thought he made the wrong call and he said it in his press conference. Um, they started, uh, they were losing one nothing at halftime. Uh, it was not really uh, Martinez score, but it was uh, uh, a mistake, uh, right? You know, place. Yeah, yeah, broken play. Somebody kicked it, it bounced to him, and, and you know, he got he got the lucky bounce and and he scored. And I thought that in the second half, uh, Portland started very well. They started high pressure. They pressed up. They were doing really good, and I thought they were going to get the goal. But then uh, on a set play, which according uh, to most of the people, there was no foul. And on a set play, they went to 2-0. Then the game became very difficult to, uh, to, to win. Uh, what I would like to say is, uh, yeah, there were 73,000 uh, spectators there. 72,000 were from Atlanta and 1,000 for Portland. Mm. And I don't think that was fair. I mean, this is a final. I think they should... They should have given the opportunity for the Portland fans or more Portland fans to go to the game, and then they put them so far high in the corner there that uh, you know we could barely see them anyway. But we were rooting for Giovanni uh, from here yeah. anyway. So we, we, uh, we were all was, we were all uh, yeah. uh, rooting for him. We are so proud of him, uh, what he accomplished this year. So even though His the result first year in MLS, season, you know, exactly. even first though the result season. was he goes not. To the uh, final. But he went, he took this team to the final. We're very, very proud of uh, Giovanni Savares and what he accomplished. But he did win the conference, right? The conference yes, he won, won the, he won the Western Conference, so he won a cup. Which is incredible. Yeah. But and, his, uh, I agree with you. I watched the match. I thought the number 17 had that header. You know you know the header oh, I'm talking about when it was 1-0, yeah. which I yeah. thought that would have changed the whole match because they would have been back into it. Yeah. But I think that this team, I 100% agree with you. I think Atlanta was very strong. Um, and Tata Marti, they had a great coach. And I think that with any other coach, I know we're biased, but to me, with any other coach for Portland Timbers, this team would not even be in the playoffs. Not and, even be on the newspaper. Listen, I'd like to see Giovanni <laughs> come in and play and, uh, and coach other, starting from Serie B, when a, a, a nice team, and then move up to Serie A. He doesn't need to go to Serie B. Well, well, He's, he could, he, he he needs can to take a Serie A team too. I would say Giovanni's got a lot. Inzaghi's on his way out. Bologna's <laughs> calling you. I'll take him, definitely. <laughs> no, but definitely. Giovanni, he really proved a lot. I think that even, I mean, there were some Portland fans. Even Copa 90 did a video with Giovanni. The guy got, you know, a tattoo on his back of Gio, which was, you know, fake and real. You know, the guy said he was going to make it real. Um, but I think that that's that's what Giovanni inspired to his team. He's a great motivator. That's what Roma needs. He got, the, he got the best. The sport tomorrow on the front cover. He got the best out of his players. Um, and I think that he should be proud of getting the final. Yeah. Um, and it's great to see, you know, someone like him all the way there. And good job supporting him. And also about the MLS. I mean, you know, a lot of people, we talk bad about the MLS. Everybody says MLS is not good. It's getting but better and better. seeing 73,000, yeah. even from us, when we saw the spectacle that they do and how great they do on social media and everything, MLS is making themselves known. They made a you nice say what show. you want about the football, but they do everything else incredibly. And uh, they uh, they are spending some money. Uh, Atlanta spent some money. The two players that, uh, according to Giovanni, the two two players that they brought in as a substitute, cost twenty million dollars. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Giovanni does not have that type of uh, budget. budget. Yeah, exactly. You know, but Atlanta. Atlanta is a, they, yeah, they they bought they, a lot they, of they, their they, team yeah. is is so they solid. They spend, yeah. they spend a lot of money. Yeah. 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 But anyway, um, just and a what little. What is there as a first prize? Uh, you know, the first pre uh, first place. Uh, uh, you know, uh, monetary rewards for the team. Do you know I don't think there's anything. Sure. No, yeah, yeah, there is yeah. Something, and, uh, I don't know. I don't know how much yeah. they get. But uh, Tato Martino already but said he left too. By the way, so Atlanta. He announced it before, I think they're right? saying he might go to Mexico. He might coach Mexico. See? the national team. He already oh, he said it before that he oh, was yeah? done. Yeah. Okay. Him and I think Jose uh, and Almirón. You know, are, don't are forget that um, this teams they're putting 150 million dollars to start a franchise, mm -hmm. and it might go up. I think either next year or the year after uh, Beckham is coming into the league with yeah. Miami. Uh, so they're paying a lot of money. Uh, I, I don't know if Cincinnati is coming into the, yes. uh, to the league too. Uh, they're paying a lot of money. Mm. We could see to, a lot of guys from Serie A uh, too. I know that you know when Beckham was there, they were talking to a few players that they might go, they might not I'm go. Sure. Uh, but anyway, um, good thought for that. 
it, it, he got me to watch some MLS, and it was it was a, the playoffs. Call, right? The players were much more yeah. exciting than yeah, I expected. Um, but anyway, from a Serie A perspective, uh, hectic weekend. I think we did a good job covering it. Weekend and we've, Champions League on its way too. We've got a very important week uh, coming. Let's uh, keep our fingers crossed mm-hmm. for the Italian teams. It could be the first time since 2006, 2007 that all four Italian teams progress out stage. of the group stages. Yeah. We do have a good opportunity. We need Napoli and Inter to be on top of their game, and we need a little bit of lady luck on our side. And I think that would be good. As always, guys, thank you so much for watching. Wait, Subscribe uh, to the discuss, podcast. But we didn't discuss uh, uh, AC Milan against uh, the, the over here. The, the whatever. Oh, Olympiacos. You want to talk about it? Why not? Oh, what Europa is this, uh... League. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. We're going to come so... to Greece over there. We're going to make you... Uh... <laughs> we didn't talk about Europa League at yeah. all. So this is the scenario with uh, M- Milan go-, go to Athens. They're playing Olympiacos. Olympiacos have to win 2-0 to progress. If they don't win 2-0, uh, Milan's through okay. with Real Betis. Okay, so... Who do you want to win? Um, to be honest with you, I want Olympiacos to win, but I don't wow. think it's gonna happen. But Ooh, I think Milan. Wow. Gonna, I think I'm being honest, but I think Milan's gonna win. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Mike. You hear that? You're a nice guy. Wow. I'm just being honest, hey, but by, I do think Milan's gonna win. By the way, do we still have the special on the shirts and no. all the stuff? Listen, guys, the stuff is flying off the, <laughs> the shelf. I don't know what to tell you anymore. I mean, why the, you don't have the special anymore? We no, have the Christmas done. sale it's coming. Done. It was Black so Friday. Was no. That was a Black Friday sale. That don't finished Black already. Sale. I mean, hey, yeah. we have ten people over there working on the printing. <laughs> the room. elves, the elves. Huh? The, the elves are gonna bring the shirts. Okay, all right. So, uh, <laughs> do we have anything else to say? Any other question, Mike? No. Uh, yes, yeah, one it. more. Let's get one more. Throw last one. Okay, what does Milan need offensively or creatively or all together to stay in the top four? We don't need anybody. No. There we go. Right. Question is done. Anyway, guys, good? No. as always, thank you for anybody. watching. So Not subscribe if you're new. <laughs> Five stars rated. Guys, make sure. And we're here just for you, okay? Not for us. Actually, we're all here for uh, you and you are there for us. Okay. Absolutely. We're supporting uh, we each other. Together. We are in together. Don't forget, we have better rating than Fox. We have better rating than ESPN. <laughs> we have better rating than three or four of the top, uh, quote unquote, sport network. Okay. Where are this you getting the, your numbers from? This is the real sport. <laughs> network, okay. This is the real thing, guys. Okay? Show us data. Show us the data. Your brain is the data. Anyway, guys, thank you for watching. As always, ciao ragazzi. Ciao, guys. Ciao. <laughs> he is the dad.